One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. So she's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Welcome into the Gamers Lounge. You just saw me um, fumble the ball on that intro right there. But hey, I pick it up and keep running. That's how you do it. Hey, so welcome into the Mon Green's Games Lounge. I just finished it off my breakfast right now, just letting y'all know. So I'm getting a little sloppy here. But that's how we do it on the Gamers Lounge on the Mon Green TV. I'm always eating something. I think it's fun. You got, but it's, you got to eat though. Mm. So I'm rolling solo today, as you see there in the title. My man John is broadcasting Wisconsin women's volleyball. The women's team made it to the Final Four, along with the school I used to go to. Nebraska is also in the Final Four. And there's two other schools. I can't think of the name. Let me look at my text message from John from the other day. He said, let's see here. Wisconsin, Louisville, Pittsburgh, or Pitt. Um, So Louisville versus Wisconsin and Pitt versus Nebraska. So hopefully we could beat Pitt. Go Big Red, ladies. Go them Husker girl. Spike that ball. All right? So good luck for them. And John, we'll have John back next week for our holiday special there. So how, how are everybody doing today? I said, y'all going to have to, the people in the chat are going to have to help me run this show today. Keep it going. Keep the life, the blood going. Mm, I'm sorry, look at my fingers. Got an avocado and egg sandwich. It's delicious. You know, my, my creative are made for me this morning. Thank you. So, since last episode, what are we doing? It's just a lot of fun stuff. Gaming. I didn't get a chance to finish my Halo campaign. The goal was to get it done by Saturday, but t- technology said no. Um, so, I logged in last Saturday. And I remember on Wednesday, I streamed from the Edge uh, VR Arcade here in Green Bay. Uh, DJ Hannah, thank you for the the shout out and the follow. How you doing? You're you're greeny now, and uh, so I started the stream on Wednesday, Halo or Halo um, Infinite campaign, and then the next day from home. Obviously, I for, I forgot to download it, but I figured since I signed in on the computer the previous day. On, through my Xbox Live account, that everything would just you know sync up to where I left off in the campaign, but obviously it didn't. So I had to restart the campaign on my Xbox when I streamed the next day on Thursday. But then Saturday, when I went back to Gamers Edge Arcade here or Edge VR Arcade, <clears throat> it didn't. It, it did the same thing. It made me start over and do the campaign from the beginning, but it still had all my achievements unlocked and everything. So I thought it was strange. So technology is what it is. So I can reach my goal of knocking out the campaign of Halo Infinite, but I know a lot of people that have done it. So a few of my players at Lakeland have done it already. We're in the off season, so they can play any game, you know, play the games they, they wish to play. Uh, so in the chat, so that, that's what they did. And they, some of them finished it. They said, look good coach. And I'm like, all right, don't tell me everything. Um, but the bearded Dodie's here in the chat. Hey man, how you doing? DJ Hannah Red, how you doing as well? And JFK305, my Madden guy there. What's up, man? I'm doing good. Hope you're doing good. And then the Bearded Doe says, personally, GTA 5 does not interest me anymore. Sad. Uh, Dr. Dre 2 single player DLC never came around. Ah, it came around when you were playing it. Well, it's out now. 
And I saw that that's what we're going to talk about here in a little bit. You see it on the screen here. I thought I kind of, since I didn't have John on set on the Zoom with me, I was going to have it, um, have all everything that we're going to talk about on the screen so you can see it, so you can hang out and talk about what we're talking about. And so obviously the first thing, so that was kind of my week, trying to finish Halo, didn't happen. Uh, played a little bit, a little bit of Madden. And uh, I say, watch some fun movies, TV shows that we're going to talk about. I say movies that I watched in the last week. Um, and now I know this week I got it. We got, we got what Spider-Man far from home or no way home, whatever, which one it is. I know it's no way home with the multiverse and all that happening. And then I don't know, uh, here in Wisconsin, uh, I believe it's Appleton Friday night. We're going to see Nellie is getting hot in her. So Nellie's coming to town a couple of weeks ago. Ludacris was here. So I'm like, Oh, the rappers are hitting up Wisconsin I'm in Northeast Wisconsin, not just Milwaukee and the Madison area. They're coming up way North. They getting cold, but it's not even cold right now. It's like almost 50 degrees today. Uh, it's like weird stuff. Sith Lordy. What's up, man. How you doing? We got going, what we got going on here? Well, it's just me. I'm rolling solo. John, like I mentioned, had to roll and announce the uh, <clears throat> women's final four for volleyball. So we have Louisville versus Wisconsin, Pitt, University of Pittsburgh versus Nebraska, my school. So go big red ladies. Let's go. Let's win that first round to get to whoever it'd be Wisconsin or Louisville. I'm pretty sure Wisconsin probably has an upper hand. They're a pretty good school. As, do, as are we, the ladies of Lincoln, Nebraska in basketball, or in a, sorry, in a volleyball. All right, so first story, as you see on the screen here, is my man, Dr. Dre, there's a lot going on in LA right now. You got Super Bowl coming up. So you got every rapper alive that put music on the map in LA just about performing at Super Bowl. But in the meantime, we already know Snoop Dogg, he does his Madden thing. But now one of his, one of his uh, buddies that basically got him on the scene, excuse me for a second, I'm finished taking my bite of my sandwich there. We got Dr. Dre is going to be in the DLC of GTA Online, GTA 5 online campaign. So if you remember, if you played the campaign, which I did for GTA 5, you beat it. And you remember uh, Franklin, you know, he was the one, you know, I say one of the characters. I got food flying in my mouth. Character slash villains, bad dudes. But, you know, obviously from all the money he stole from, in the campaign, in the original campaign, way back in like 2013 or whatever that was when GTI 5 came out. So now with the online play, so Dr. Dre comes in as a because um, as a as a client of Franklin. So Franklin is a celebrity solutions. He created a celebrity solutions uh, solutions agency, and so he's attempting to lure. Dr. Dre is one of his clients. So in the storyline itself, it's, it's around Dr. Dre losing his phone, which contains obviously some of his music, a brand new music um, from actually real music. So this is not just a video game thing. So it's actually real music uh, from Snoop that is getting leaked out here. But I say actually it was leaked out back in October. So in the game, you're gonna have real music that you gotta find and help Dr. Dre protect and not get out there where he's not making the money. Um, on that so it's other additions and new radio stations updates existing the station with dr dre it's music and additional opportunities for the agency to work you got new weapons new vehicles and much more in gta 5 online and they're still waiting on more improvements to the gta trilogy the contract will become available on gta online 
actually this week, <clears throat> actually today. So it is today that this thing is live. So you could download it. It's probably already been able to download. I'm pretty sure somebody's already beat it and got all the songs that Dre's putting out because he's doing big things. We know that. He's doing Super Bowl. Snoop's doing it. But Ice, I think Ice Cube. No, no. Ice T, maybe, is doing it. Yep. Um, so it's going to be fun. I'm trying to get out the Super Bowl, you know, especially if the Pack go. And the Packers looking good right now. So if that happens, be getting on out there. Um, yeah, I want to play the DLC so bad. That's what JFK said. Yeah, got to get it. I haven't played, I haven't touched GTA in so long. It's been a minute. It's been a real minute since that. But I did it. I remember, I remember my first, I have a story about it. When it first went online, where you could do kind of like the side stories where you're robbing banks and robbing um, financial firms, things of that nature. And me and my friend Ben, <laughs> who lives with, you know, he, he's, he's a native of Green Bay, Wisconsin. And he both we both had the game and we beat the game together. And he's like, all right, let's do the online stuff. You know, they had car races. You could rob banks together or whatever, financial firms, all that. So we decided, hey, let's rob. Let's start small. Let's start robbing within the game. Obviously, uh, let's start robbing convenience stores and go from there. And then once we get really good and we're obviously we get more people on our team to rob with, it was just the two of us. We build our team out. Then we're going to rob the bank, you know, go go Ocean's Eleven on them. Right. But let's start small P, you know, nickel and dime places. So we go to this convenience store that was like on Malibu, you know, on PCH in the game. And we roll up on it. So I'm like, the game plan was Ben. He's, he's the lookout. He watches out the door while I stick up the uh, the clerk at the register for the money within the game. I'm going to keep saying that. So this is not a real stick up because I'm not a, a veteran in robbery. Just so you know, in the game, in the video game world, in the metaverse. Yes, this is going down. So I'm sticking up the clerk. I'm like, hey, you know, my character's got the gun and saying, hey, you know, hand over your money, this, that and the other. Then all of a sudden I hear my comms. I hear Ben said, hey, A.G., we got a problem. I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, hey, it's a, it's, a, it's a crew of guys just rolled up, like four or five of them just jumped out the car and they got an RPG. I'm like, oh. he said, RPG, RPG. Bo, he's dead. His character gets blown up and I turn around. So I go to look at him and I turn back around. The clerk got a shotgun in my face. Boom, I get blew up with a shotgun and then I'm dead. Robbery faulted, robbery, robbery not completed, robbery a disaster. And so we get back, you know, we respawn somewhere else on the map of San Andreas, of San Andreas and we're like, hey, bro, we got to figure something out. <laughs> this is not, that didn't go good. So we talked about it again. We tried it again in the same result. We got art, we got third party by another group of dudes online, uh, people, you know, a couple of people, a group, another group of people online. And we did not, we just like, you know what? We give it up. We just want to do this, the little easy missions, like the assassinations and, you know, go back and run the campaign again together. That's like that, all that, because doing all the side missions when GTA Online first went online, we didn't have enough in our crew. It was only two of us and we were getting battered and bruised, beat up. So we was like, nah, that's good. Seth Florida says so much fun to just cause havoc in GTA with various vehicles. I played the hell out of Vice City. Now that was a game I played. I even, that's when Vice City came out, excuse me. That's when you had the cheat codes. And so I would cheat code money, all the weapons and all the vehicles. And then, you know, then I couldn't, you know, what's the one? 
um, and vulnerability, I would not die. So those cheat codes I would put into my PlayStation uh, 2 at the time, type it in, boom, 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 and they would go, they would work. And that's when I would start my missions. I would start because I beat the game and then I was just collecting all the side missions that that come up around there. Prof Peter TV, thanks for the sub. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. You are now a greenie in the house. Oh, no, we are already friends. We're already friends. Here. So you've been a greenie since uh, for a minute here. That was before me. 2014. You've been on Twitch. That's awesome. All right. Get to the next storyline. So the next storyline is something I found on. Kotaku, uh, no, gaming, gamers biz, games biz is, they have done this last year over year. They do a section. They did it last year for 2020. was uh, a five-part, six-part, different part series on um, game changers in the video game industry. And so I came up, I kind of was searching something different, something, something I hadn't talked about in a while. Um, so I found this article. So go to, is you can find this article and all the other four before this one. And I think it's a few more coming up after this is, uh, talking about game changers in the industry. So as we see, come on alerts, really a PlayStation alert stuff going on. Don't you hate this on your computer? It's over. <laughs> so we got the game changers, um, uh, parts, stories telling every week another story about who's changing the game in the video game industry. And so this one, today's game changer, I found a great article. It's led by a movement against hate raids, champion audio in Latin America, support LGBTQ plus professionals and a run of database uh, diversity results. So it is on Wreck-It Raven, a content creator here on Twitch, is a full-time, she's a full-time content creator, part, Twitch partner, and activists raising awareness of several issues of issues affecting marginalized marginalized communities, and uh, so she initially she says here she initially started in October of 2016. Actually, same year I started. I started in March of that year, and uh, because she said my partner told me at the time I couldn't, and so Raven tells us so I did. So I love that part because when people tell me I can't do something. I'm going to try to prove them wrong. She's definitely proving them wrong. So she wanted to carve out her own little corner on the internet to create friendships and, and it evolved from there. So earlier this year, she led a conversation combating harassment on Twitch following an uptick in the amount of hate raids and abuse the, that creators, particularly marginalized creator of streamers, received in 2021. So in September of this year, Raven co-led a hashtag, a day off of Twitch, a movement that saw streamers on the platform abstain from broadcasting for a day in order to push Twitch into taking action um, for all the marginalism and discrimination among streamers. So this platform was you know, implemented a series of features around the time of the protest, including better hate speech filters, phone verification for chat, um, and as well as plans to stop people from evading um, bans. So that I say that's all great because this is something that I say, keep, we keep the conversation going and you, you address stuff that's still going. Because once 2020 hit, we knew we had a lot of things that we needed to work on in the world, not just here in America, but here on Twitch as well, because we know how the toxicity online can be. If it's here in the Twitch chat, if you're in League of Legends chat, if you're in Madden chat, Call of Duty, Halo chat, all those things. And obviously bringing up Call of Duty Activision, the things that's going on there. 
this is all in that same neighborhood. So uh, Gamer Biz is doing a good job of keeping the conversation going because that's the only way, this is in my opinion, the only way you keep the change coming um, and going for everyone, you know, uh, like myself, like Raven here, um, we're creators that are trying to make a business for themselves, but also at the same time trying to help change the world one little bit at a time. So I'm, I'm very uh, excited, like I said, to see this article, to read it, and to know that Twitch is tr doing their best, the way, the best way they can to continue change, creating change here um, in the video game sense. And uh, the goal, I mean, you get on the article, you can read, you know, what they're doing with the game audio lat Latum as well. So that is a uh, is an exclusive community of learning for those seeking to work in audio design in the video game industry, supporting Spanish-speaking members at all stages of the career and encompassing all aspects of audio design. Game Audio Latin is uh, an abbreviation for Latin America. is a place is a place where designers can learn, network, share their knowledge and experiences together. So this is something again, like I said, this useful information just know that the role the the rock is continued to keep moving by different people in our industry and it goes on to talk about um, uh, gordon bellamy who I've, I've definitely been in a conversation with him before i can't remember when and where but i know we've talked but he's another guy he works with microsoft he's doing the same thing um, he's de he's developed the same stuff through ea sports through uh, through microsoft so he's also in that push along with myself that's why i'm really relaying the message so um, hope everybody go to Gamer Biz. Check this article out. Hot Sauce, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good today. I hope you're doing well as well. Doing you. I hope you're doing well today. Also, so go to Gamer Biz. Check out this article. It's called Game Changers for 2021, and it has a list. This is just one of the articles that you can read of what people are doing to keep the change going on here in the gaming world for us in video games and esports. So. Now we're off to that one fun conversation that we do. This or that. All right, this or that. I know that's what a lot of everybody comes into the, the Twitch chat. Just now, like I said, I'm rolling solo. So I'm going to need everyone to chime in on this so we can have fun today. So we're doing the winter edition, not quite Christmas. So not just think Christmas. This is not Christmas yet. We'll do Christmas next week. So this is winter. This is doing like a winter version of this or that. So here in the winter time, which I have, my answer is already going to be my answer is going to be here. Right? It's going to be fixed right here. So the first question is: Are you hot cocoa or are you tea? My answer is tea. Already, I got. I think this is some some good old echinacea. Keep the throat from getting all the phlegm. From from the Twitch chat, hot sauce. Peter Prof T uh Prof Peter TV Seth Lordly, where you at on that Seth Lordly answers first and quick with hot cocoa. Hot sauce is coffee. Tea is coffee better than tea, better than hot cocoa. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's coffee. Hot sauce. Uh Hawk versus Spawn has tea, please for me. Yep, and tea, please for me, sir. Good day, governor. Here's my tea. Oh no, you gotta go like this. Here's my sports or tea. Ah, there you go. All right, we got JF Cake. He says hot cocoa as well, at least for the winter. Yeah, for sure. And you're in Florida. There's really no winter down there, but yeah, I could see you sitting at a cafe or at home 
gaming with a thing of hot chocolate in Florida. It is, you can't really enjoy because it it's not really cold outside unless it's 50 degrees and that's cold for your, your Miami folks down there, Florida, South Florida folks. Uh, hot sauce is between the two. I take tea. Okay, that's where he is, uh, where he went there. All right, hot sauce. My kids love hot cocoa all with the um, with all the marshmallows though. Of course, yeah. I remember my mom. She used to fix those for me every now and then. Between you know when before we moved back to Nebraska, but once we got back there, that hot cocoa came in money. But as I got older and got obviously a little more health conscious, get the tea, get the echinacea, keep the body immune system strong. All right. So next item on the list, mm. ah. we have another food reference in terms of winter. You got chili or soup, and that's any kind of soup, just so you know. So, you know, a hot bowl of chili, and I'll tell you if anybody is not, um, yeah, a lot of folks are not from Wisconsin. I'll tell you how to eat chili here in Wisconsin than any other state that I lived in prior to moving here. Um, chili or soup, what is your pick? So we got Wahoo Sam, what's up, man? Go Big Red. And the Wisconsin ladies are in the final four. Wahoo Sam, just letting you know, Seth Lordly is chili along with Sam and hot sauce. It says, depends on the soup. So give me your soup. Hot sauce, what's your soup? We had the bread bowl soup. Oh yeah, the bread bowl soups from Panera is on point. I just had one. I had the uh, vegetable medley or the 12, no, it's the vegetable medley or something like that vegetable minestrone it was a good soup um i'm down for anything like that i like i like minestrone soup that's my soup so i'm gonna go soup and the vegetable one you know um I'm, that's where i'm headed at we have P prof peter tv says i make my own stock from turkey bones Ooh, we got a we got a what's it food network chef on here love making homemade soups i do too i did a chicken noodle soup um prof peter one time and it came out pretty good all right and hot sauce says bread bowl with cheesy bacon potato mm. i would but i'm trying to avoid the dairy now i'm a little low little, little lactose intolerant hot sauce but i like the flavor you can't go wrong with bacon for sure he says but i don't love chili if i make chili though i don't put the beans in it just meat baby <laughs> i hear you I hear you. Wahoo Sam says Cincinnati chili is the weirdest chili I've ever seen. Okay. Wahoo Sam, what is that chili? Explain it. JFK also says soup. I love clam chowder. Okay, we got clam chowder guy there on the East Coast, of course. So uh, who's that? Who had the uh, Wahoo Sam? What's the Cincinnati chili? Then I'll give you my Wisconsin. I'll say maybe Green Bay, but maybe Wisconsin chili. You got to explain that. It's chili served on spaghetti noodles. Oh, well, there you, there was my uh, my whole big expl explanation of Wisconsin chili. It's the same thing here in Wisconsin. It's either spaghetti noodles or macaroni noodles with the chili on top of it, which when I moved here, I did not know that was a thing. I thought it was kind of odd, but it's definitely maybe an upper Midwest thing um, type of thing that rolls off there. So I said, what if we keep rolling with food topics? Am I going to have to sub send Grubhub orders? out to us getting hungry <laughs> uh well i'll be able to i say i'll be on we'll be announcing i am working with a company here coming soon so the announcement will be i believe later today or tomorrow so that might be uh something that'll be able to happen real soon and it's going to be more on the health side because i'm a you know i'm a health junkie i'm a workout um 
I'm a gym rat, as, as they say. It says, yeah, Ohio does that too, hot sauce says. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think that's a Midwest thing. Um, is gumbo considered a type of chili? Good question, JFK. Um, I would say my dad, that's, that was his, you know, he was from that neck of the woods, New Orleans. <clears throat> I would say it is. It's close to a chili. It's obviously different. You wouldn't, you know, it's definitely different in terms of the ingredients and the way you could make it. Um, you get, but you could do the same with chili. You could change some of the ingredients. It still could be called a chili. So I say gumbo could be close or jambalaya even. That could be close to that. Is that I need to be, I need to be a, a little more healthier myself. Hot sauce. Yeah, we can help you out with that. It says maybe I can find some motivation from the goat. <laughs> yes, we could do that. Hot sauce. All right. Next item on the list is a, is clothing. So when you're in the Midwest and you got cold, uh, weather declining below the temperature of 30 degrees, so you got to get ready to throw this on. So your items on the list here are beanie or just ear warmers. Are you a beanie person or ear warmer? I'm a, I'm gonna go first. I mean, I'm like I gotta go first. And I'm only host on the show today beanie i'm a beanie guy beanie all day hot sauce boom right there with me i knew you i knew you were beanie guy hot sauce nice you know you was good thing good vibes i'm beanie guy all day it doesn't matter if it's like you know it's a couple different types of beanies just a big stripes around the top beanie and it has the little puff ball on top i have beanies like that and then i have also the beanies that kind of flip up in the front or i just have the straight just one, I say one layer of, of winter thread on my head too. So I have a variety of beanies. I have a Batman beanie, I have a Master Chief beanie. I have obviously Nebraska, Green Bay. So I have a ton of beanies. Sometimes it's hard to pick when I'm playing, when I'm wearing my beanies here. Then we have uh, Gaming While Dad says, beanies all day wearing the Green Bay beanie right now. Bet JFK is also a beanie. Even though he lives in Florida, he's still sporting a beanie. I think he had one on when we met. And then Hassel says, I like the beanie with the small bill in the front of it. Oh, yeah. I've had a few of those. Yeah, I've had a Jordan one like that and a Nike one. Them are pretty cool. Yep. We got Tooth Oto says, the legend. Hey, man, how you doing? And you are now officially a greeting Tooth Oto. If I said that correctly, if I didn't. I have no problem being corrected on that. Um, what's your favorite video game that you were put that you were put in? Well, the only game I've been in, oh, and no, I've been in two. So Madden and then NFL Street. And I like both. Um, I say the most funnest one, obviously, is NFL Street, because they had me really like super, like superhero yoked. And I was jumping off walls, running down the the football field, me and Ricky Williams were the best running backs on that game. So if you picked me or Ricky, you were, the run game was taken care of. So good question to photo, uh, if I'm saying that correctly. And uh, Wahoo Sam says, were you not in NFL 2K? I was in NFL 2K. And actually, I did the motion body capture for the first NFL 2K that came out in 1999. It had Randy Moss on the cover, but I was the body for running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers, defensive backs, and linebackers. So I was a body type for those four, five positions in that game. So good, a uh, little factoid for you there, Gaming Wild Dad and everybody else here in the chat. All right, next item on the list is 
getting down and dirty in the snow, snow angels or snowball fight? Which one? I know I'm going to go. I'm sorry. I like to go in. I like to get rough and tough. I like to go for the snowball fights in the snow, you know, and I'm accurate. I play baseball. I can nail you. I'm, I aim for the head. I'm sorry. Just get your head down. You're going you to get took out. And we so we have uh, Wahoo Sam says snowball fight all day. Oh, that's team. That's team member. So that's one, two, three. Hot sauce is number three. Seth Lordly is number four. So we got a team of five right there. And Gaming Wild Dad makes that six. Uh, headshots all day. Yep. Hot, yep. Uh, Hawk versus Spawn. Another oh, Snow Angel. He's Snow Angels. My aim is crap. <laughs> he says my Snow Angel. My aim is crap. Okay. Gotcha. No problemo there. Uh, Hulk versus Spawn. Sandcastles. <laughs> well, JFK is speaking from the fact that he lives in South Florida, so no snow for him. So sandcastles, we could throw that in there for you, JFK. Gotcha. All right, snowball fights. It's just like what uh, we could go to any 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 Christmas movie. Um, I don't know if it was a snowball fight in Home Alone, but I know he threw a couple at the bank. You know, the the robbers that was trying to come in the house. A Christmas Story snowball fight. Um, there's a couple other movies with that had them in there. So, do you go full out like the snowball fight in the movie Dumb and Dumber? Yes, there you go. I was trying to think of some other ones. And how Dumb and Dumber, what a great movie! Yes, indeed. And so, next items on the list, we're getting into some the treats of the winter time. So, fudge, chocolate fudge, or you know, white chocolate. There's white chocolate fudge, and there's regular fudge. And then there's cookies, so fudge or cookies. And so for me right away, I'm a cookie guy. I just had, I just asked my wife to make some, uh, she made some snicker, snickerdoodles last week. They came out awesome, delicious. Um, I tell her all the time, we need to start a business, start selling things online. Everybody else got business online. Why can't we sell the baked goods online? And the cookies are awesome. And so now, Coming up for Christmas soon, I'm probably going to go with my favorite, which is chocolate chip. But she does this one. She she put it a twist on one. Um, hot sauce says cookies. She put almond, walnuts or pecans and, and JD. I think it was Jack Dan. No, Southern Comfort. Southern Comfort chocolate chip cookies. No, bourbon. I'm sorry, bourbon. Pecans, chocolate chip cookie, cookies, and bourbon in the cookie. <gasps> fire on fire that's all I got, that's all i gotta say fire so we got hot sauce says cookies for him and then seth lordly says give me the traditional fudge uh hawk versus spine chocolate anything chocolate or fudgy is good for him all right and then hot sauce i make cookies for the fam nice what cookies do you make for the fam hot sauce that's what i gotta know gaming while dad cookies fudge is too rich you can get a little little sweet there on the, on the teefies, trying to keep it from getting cavities and everything. And JF Cake says cookies as well. Then Damien My Dad says my wife makes banging meringue cookies. Ooh, lemon meringue cookies. That's different. Haven't had that. Uh, hot sauce says chocolate chip is definitely the best. Yes, it is. I gotta agree. He says he also says here in Amish country though though they make some phenomenal fudge. Yo, I heard about that. I haven't had it, but I heard about that. Wahoo Sam says, I like the thin chocolate chip when they get crispy. Yes, and Didi, fat and greedy. 
Yes, indeed. I like that hot sauce. I don't like crispy cookies. Yo, I like, see my cookies, when my wife cooks, she doesn't like this, what I do, um, but I grab them right out the oven. So when she puts them down and kind of let them, they post to settle, you know, as the baker term says, they got to settle. No, as soon as they are coming out, I grab them. I grab like one or two and put them on a napkin so I don't burn my hand. And then I wait maybe 20 seconds, maybe 30 to get enough where I could eat them without, but I, you don't have to do that, you know? So I get them fresh out the oven. And then he said, and hot sauce says he makes chocolate chip, a lot of sugar cookies, peanut butter, chocolate chip, and Reese's butter cup, Reese's butter chips. Nice. JF Kick says sugar cookie and M&M surprisingly good. Yeah, I can agree with that. Good, good things. M&Ms are good too. They've been around forever. And then hot sauce says, oh, gaming while dad likes that hot sauce, likes soft cookies too. Yes, they got to be nice and soft, almost chewy. All right, PC alert here. That's my boy, Show Lawler on YouTube. He's a, or a Rocket League guy. Go watch him. Check him out. And next items on the list. Got two more left. Another clothing item. So are you a sweaters? Do you wear sweaters or scars? Wrap that thing around your face. <sighs> sweaters or scars? Yes, Chewy, all the way, Gaming Wild Dad. Yes, indeed. But sweaters are, are scars. I don't know. I'm probably more of a sweaters guy, especially that. The ugly sweater is becoming a popular thing now. I'm probably more there. Um, I have a Halo. I have a Master Chief sweater that I'll probably wear on show. I have a uh, Star Wars sweater. And I think I have a Gears of War sweater. Christmas sweater. These are all Christmas sweaters. A Packers Christmas sweater, of course, living in this area. Give me a while, Dad says scarf. For me, sweaters get way too hot. Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, hot sauce sweaters. Seth Lordly says sweater Disneyland spirit jersey. Okay. What's that? I miss Star Wars. I'm trying to think. Spirit jersey. Hot sauce got me a Boba Fat tattoo. Ooh. Oh, did you show? I think you showed it to me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I think you did. Or you talked about it. Oh, you did show it to me. You did show it uh, on your leg. Uh, hot sauce, I remember. You pulled it. Yeah, you showed me. Uh, JFK says sweater with shorts nice yep i remember that hot sauce i was like dope that's what i need it's like tattoos that i probably need because i like them a lot one is master chief i don't have that i do have a batman because i love batman i got the shirt on right now master chief is two bubba fat should be three and i think that's that'll be it that'll be it i think i'm just i think for tattoos before I pass, before I, I got a long time. I'm gonna be here a long time. So I got four, at least four or five tattoos yeah, to get to get on my body. All right, here we go. And then the house sauce says the man has a great memory. Thank you, house sauce. Appreciate that. And the last item on the this or that list for winter edition, we have a heated blanket. This is when you get all nice and cozy at home watching that Christmas movie. A heated blanket or a cozy fireplace. Heated blanket. Cozy fireplace. Hey, heated heated blanket though. It's a game changer. I was trying to find something else. It's a game changer though. Fireplace is also a game changer too if you have them in your house. Self Worley says I'm on. I'll tag you in a Disney Star, Disneyland Star Wars spirit jersey. Posted on IG. You'll be collecting them, no doubt. Oh, if it's Star Wars, Seth or Sith, I'm all in. 
Wahoo Hussein, fireplace, hot sauce, fireplace, Seth Worley, fireplace. Yeah, heater blanket, it's a game changer. It comes in handy. Mm. Fireplace, though, it kind of sets the scene, though, for all Christmas stuff and, like, date night at home type thing. So I'm going to go with y'all. I'm going to go fireplace as well, even though heater blanket does come in handy when it gets cold in the house, you know, a little extra cold when it gets, like, below zero here in northeast Wisconsin. And Hawk versus Spawn says they got those weighted blankets. Yeah. My wife bought one last, I think it was last year or two years ago. Actually, it's not bad. I like it. I mean, obviously, it's heavy when you're trying to lift it all at once to take it off the bed. But to fall asleep with a weighted blanket, we have one that weighs, I think, 10 pounds or 15 pounds, something like that. It's awesome. Uh, Where are we at here? And then uh, Hot Sauce says, they are nice, but I could easily just get another blanket. (laughs) Right. Instead of spending the money, you know? Save that money, keep that money bank, you know, just get three or four covers, just throw it on the bed. They said, and also Hustle says, I like them heated socks. Yes, I heard about heated socks. Don't have a pair, but heard about them. That is a game changer. All right, good job here. And this or that, good participation. Thank you, Greenies, with the help there. Now we heard into release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game releases. So we got game releases here. So I'm going to go into, I found this game. Was it Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach? I heard of the game, you know. I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to definitely get into it this holiday season. So Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach is an upcoming game um, in 2021. It's a survival horror game developed by Steel Wool Studios and published by Scott Games. And it's actually due out tomorrow, December 16th. The only thing about this game, I say they're making it terrible for kids dealing that either go to amusement parks or Chuck E. Cheese. Because if you have young kids, I'm going to say not young kids, but if you have kids, this might mess them up. Seeing the dolls come to life and actually chasing you and hunting you down and like in this game, potentially killing you. But uh, here's a video I'm going to run. Um, it's on uh, all the systems, I believe, Xbox, PlayStation, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Microsoft, it's on PC, Microsoft, Windows, so I mean, you can get it on Steam as well. Um, I say the price ranges from $49.99 to $50 um, in terms of the game, and then obviously Funko statues, they've been around forever. Um, but yeah, check it out. But like I said, this game can mess people, mess kids up, because when, you, when I first saw the first version, I'm like, that looks like Chuck E. Cheese. And I was like, if I was a kid and I saw Chuck E. Cheese, if I played that game and then went to Chuck E. Cheese, I'll be messed up. I'll be like, nah, I'm not going to Chuck E. Cheese. Those things are alive. They're just waiting until all the lights go out and take us out, you know. So we had Wahoo Sam says, I used to hunt with my dad. Oh, no, Hassel said, I used to hunt with my dad and we were great hunters. Okay, cause my feet always got cold. Guys, oh, that's with the heated socks. Got you. All right. And then Wahoo Sam says, did you use the hand warmers that are little packets that heat up when you're in NFL? Yes, I did. And I was just actually letting the fan know I went to the game last week about the heat warmers and the foot warmers that go that work the same in your either shoes or your gloves. So, boom, that's a game changer, too, is the hand warmers or the feet warmers. And Hassel says, my kids love Five Nights at Freddy. I just hope. Hot sauce for your kids. It doesn't mess them up for like amusement parks or Chuck E. Cheese with these these big dolls that you see, these animated figures you see at 
if there is even Chuck E. Cheese is still around, I know I think the one here in Green Bay might have shut down or if it's half, it's like open, it's not open full time anymore. Um, so hopefully that don't happen. Eeyore, what's up, man? How you doing? He said, yes, this is the new one. Uh, do they even have animatronics still here? Still there? I don't know. That's a good question. But I'm going to run this video here. You can watch it. And we have audio. We have sound. So there is Five Nights of Freddy coming up. See, there, I told you. Look at that doll. That is messed up. That doll eating somebody right there. Man, see, look, a 10-year-old kid messed up. It's on PS5 right here. See, I'm just thinking about my nieces and nephews below the age of 12. They might be donezo, but I was I was a, 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 a horror movie kid, too, so I don't know. The music nice. I like that. But yeah, see the Chuck E. Cheese dolls playing music instruments and now they're coming to life to chase you around and try to eat you? It's cold-blooded, man. Dang, right? I mean, he's destroying the, the, the amusement or the, the restaurant's uh, toy, other toy. He's like, nah, that don't work. Got a Donnie, a Donnie Darko vibe right there with the rabbit. Come on, man. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Like, yeah, I want to take a survey. I will not come back. <laughs> no, I will come back because I love horror games. I'm just talking about for kids' sake. So if you are a parent, if you allow your child that is under 10 years old to play this game, you should get, um, I'm going to spray you with a, a super soaker if I ever see you. Oh. I'm sorry, it's over now. That looks like, is that Doom game? Oh, man. So we're done with that. <laughs> but that Five Nights of Freddy security breach right there on PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox Series X, and also PC. So the chat love that one. Let me see right here. Console says they are. So my kids love the Five Nights. Yep, Five Nights of Freddy. You said this is an actual survival game. That's what it said. It says survival game, hot sauce. So Seth Lordly gotten got to toughen up the kids up. This is hey, that sounds like something my brothers would say to me when I was a kid. <laughs> got to toughen you up, man. We just gonna dislocate your shoulder at two. What? You dislocated my shoulder at two years old? Like, bro, I see why I could play football. I could deal with y'all, knucklehead. Um, hot sauce says this is different. This looks pretty cool. Yeah, it is definitely different. All that craziness. What are you snacking on? I'm eating grapes now. I told you I'm a, a healthy breakfast. You know, I'm a health nut. Yep, like I said, the hot sauce, the Donnie Darko little rabbit walking around. That ain't cool. That ain't cool. Cellar door. All right. So up to wrap up the show coming up here, we got what's on stream next year. Row, row, row your boat gently up. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for What's on Stream. All right, What's on Stream. And it's on HBO Max. It is King Richard, the Serena and Venus Williams story of their father and his 87-page plan 
set, I'm sorry, 78 page plan for their careers going, getting into the tennis world. So armed with a clear vision and brazen, the 78 page Richard Williams is determined, or 78 page plan, Richard Williams determined to write his two daughters, Venus and Serena, into the history books. Training on tennis courts in Compton, California, Richard shapes the girl's unyielding commitment and keen intuition. So me and my wife watched this. This has been out for a while now. Um, um, November 18th is when the movie come out. But if you have HBO Max, I say watch this. This is good, motivating, inspirational, and just shows you um, the history of Venus Serena Williams and their, their family. And they had multiple, you know, they had multiple siblings. It wasn't just them two. I think it was all girls and three other daughters that were able, I say one daughter became, you know, she was valedictorian in high school and I think college too. So these, the daughters that um, Richard Williams and his wife raised, um, they did an outstanding job and he had a plan. And if you watch the movie, you he watched how, you know, when you have a plan, especially when it deals with your kids uh, and people started to come along to help and he's trying to figure out if they're really trying to help or if they just there because or maybe because they think his plan doesn't is not going to work. So it's, it's an interesting story because you see him protecting, obviously, his daughters, but also protecting what his idea is to make sure his daughters reach the uh, pinnacle of what he has planned for them. Um, and he's very conscious of protecting them, but also giving them the time to kind of grow once they get started to get older and say, dad, hey, I could do this myself. I could do it like this or I want to do it like this. So it kind of shows you that story. So here's a preview for that. King Richard here on HBO Max right now. Will Smith did a fantastic job. He's a great actor. It's hard not to um, put him. In. He's not going to do a bad. There's no very few bad movies that he's in. they good that's what they that's what i think they good that's why you ain't gonna hear everything coming out of the confident as good so back at that in that time <clears throat> man i got that i like it yep they sure did, and they're still doing it. Ah. And they did it. They doing it now, Mr. Richard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, watching this movie, me and, my, me and my wife watched it last week, and it was just something very inspirational, you know, something that I can relate to on many levels, um, just because of the journey it takes to get where you need to get to become somebody that you knew you could be. Um, from the days waking up super early to go to practice or go to school, um, working out in the rain, I've done that, you know, to watch them do that. And knowing the fact that they were literally right down the street from where I grew up in Los Angeles, I was in South Central, which was Crenshaw area, which is, which is Crenshaw area, Dorsey High School area. Compton, California was probably like a 20, 30 minute ride south of LA depends on the traffic. And to know that they come from that you know region of Los Angeles to do what they did, for me, no surprise, because the parents that had to raise kids, my parents were part of that, had to raise children in that environment. And 
it's a tough environment. Everybody knew what Compton was about. Everybody knew what South Central was about. You see the movies, you see the tragedies of kids getting, you know, shot and killed or a stray bullet, bullet or a football star losing his life, you know, because of a, a, a mis, uh, I say a miscommunication or somebody mistaking him or her for another person and them, them getting shot. So that's why, and you see in that movie what, um, King Richard is all about, you know, him protecting his daughters, not only from the society they with the, within the community, but the society outside, because obviously the society looking at them, not thinking that young, young black girls could play tennis at that time. This was in the mid to late 90s. This is when I was coming, like I said, so seeing this, you know, and now seeing this movie where in the movie, I'm like living, reliving my childhood, watching them coming up when I was, I remember it was my freshman year of college when I started to hear because I'm a few years older than him. I'm like four or five. I'm like four years older than Serena. Serena's 41, I believe. I'm three years older than her. So I'm I'm 44. Serena's 41. So three years or two years. No, three years. And then Serena's 40. And so I'm four years older than her. So that was like 1995 was my freshman year. And that's when I first heard about him. I'm like, this is cool. This is awesome. I hope they get to where they want to be. Or at that time was Venus. And then Serena popped on the scene a few years later. So um, good question by Wahoo Sam says, did you ever have a mo moment that when you realized you were really good at football? Oh, um, a couple moments. My first moment when it was when I was in the fourth grade and, you know, and as part of, you know, way my mom and dad raised me, you know, hardworking, um, put instilling accountability in myself that, you know, telling me something that I know that I needed to do you know, as a student, you know, get good grades, stay out of trouble. Those are the only two things that my mom and dad kind of repetitively said to me over and over again. I want, we want A's and B's and stay out of trouble. That means no fighting at school, no getting in trouble with the teachers. Um, you know, those are the things. So obviously can't, you know, that's, you know, it's not impossible, but it's tough. I got in fights. I got in trouble with teachers, but my grades were always there. And one thing about fighting, you know, <laughs> growing up in California, it's going to happen. I say any school, yeah, it's going to happen. I was like, but I was able, I never started to fight. Uh, I did finish them. I did get suspended. Um, but I learned from my mistakes as a young kid. And so it was fourth grade. And I remember it was that day, Miss, my teacher was named uh, Miss Parker. And she asked the class to go up to the stage, stage, go up to the chalkboard and, uh, write on the chalkboard what you wanted to be when you grow up and I said uh I went up there and I'm like I had it in my head yeah I'm gonna write this on the board so I went up there I wrote I want to be a baseball player a professional baseball player or professional football player and the first one of the first people I heard say something out of their mouth that was a negative thing was my teacher Miss Parker and she says you're not that's too hard you're not you're not going to be able to do that and just like I think we saw earlier and either in that preview or somebody saying, you know, that you can't do something. That was my first motivation. And I was like, Oh, okay. Watch me. I'm going to do this too. I'm going to be a baseball player or a football player. When I grow up, I'm going to pick one and go with it or pick both. Cause I knew Bo Jackson did it at that time. And I found out later another baseball player that I followed, King Griffey jr. He played football, high school football before he went on to the major leagues, become the player that we knew about. What's up, Stance, the Barry? So, yeah, that was, I'll say, so that was four years old. That's when I first realized what I wanted to do. And then as different stages in my life, I say once I got to high school, my senior year of high school was the year where 
I knew I was like, all right, I could play at the division, college football division one level because we were on a good football team. Comp- we moved back to Nebraska and competition in Omaha, Nebraska football, high school football wise was very competitive. We had a lot of players on our team and teams that we played against that had been division one athletes. So I knew if I could compete at a high level, that means obviously rush for a lot of yards, play good, be competitive at that high school level in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, I knew I could go to the next level. Uh, Hassel says this movie will make me cry. Yes. Cry for sure. Yes, it is, man. You got to watch it. It's full of emotions. It got me choked up a little bit too because of the conversations, the things that King Richard had to go to, but yeah, but I knew then again, high school level, my senior year that that was, I knew I could do it. Then my freshman year at Nebraska, I would say halfway through my freshman year, I knew I could play at the professional level. And I knew that just because we're on, I played on the number one team in the country at that time, the University of Nebraska, Corn High School's football team. We were ranked number one, pretty much number one or number two that whole season, my freshman year. And to practice against the guys that I played against and practice my teammates, these guys, you know, they're going to be first round, second round draft picks in the upcoming draft. So if I, I knew then, okay, if I could play with these guys in practice, we had the number one defense in college football in 1995, my fresh out of high school year. So I knew if I could practice against these guys and survive, I'm going to make it to the league because a lot of those guys, I would say 80% of our defensive players, 70% of our offensive players all got drafted first round, second round. And we were, we were, we're pretty much like Alabama today. If you look at Alabama, Alabama has players from every position getting drafted, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round, every round. And it's going to the league is having great careers in the NFL. That was us back in the late, mid to late, late, mid to late 90s. So I knew then my freshman year. So it was, it was a stage thing, but like it started my, when I was in the fourth grade and then carried on. And that's when you watch this movie um, of the story of Serena and Serena and really the story of King, their, their father, Richard, who basically had the mindset and had the, the I say the intuition and the parenting in him, along with his wife, to raise their kids, all of them, not just being in Serena, but all five of them in an environment that wasn't, you know, uh, I say built to raise a family, but they did it. And a lot of families did. They weren't their only family, but they did it. And they and he stuck to his plan and he had to do certain things. Obviously, he rubbed people the wrong way with his attitude because he was protecting his kids. You know, those were his flesh and blood that he knew <clears throat> there were a higher calling for them so just watch that movie check it out it's a good movie you're gonna have it. it's one of them how you know it's a, it's a family movie for sure sit down with your family watch it enjoy it and so go to the twitch chat real quick thanks for the follow a reigns thank you for that you're a part of the greedy seth seth lordy says i grew up not far from compton great memory of easy e bowling with his family next to me sweet actually i met easy e too uh, me and my dad so when we lived in uh, south central to hustle for some Christmas, extra Christmas money. One year, I might have been seven, I might have been eight, nine, 10, somewhere in that age range. And so my dad had a friend who was selling the flavored popcorn tins, kind of like Garrett's popcorn, caramel, cheese, buttered, plain. And he asked my dad, hey, you know, you want to make a couple bucks? You can sell these t- popcorn tins for us. So my dad said, hey, son, you want to make some extra money? I said, yeah. 
So we were going out to Beverly Hills, Hollywood, North Hollywood, to all these companies, businesses, dropping off, selling them, hustling. I think my cut was about for, you know, a 10 year old getting like 200 bucks I earned because I was walk the orders to the to the to the secretary's desk and say, here's a um, here's an order for so and so. You know, so they'll be like, give you a minute. Here's your money. Here you go. I'll give her the popcorn and I walk out. So, um, you know, and that's part of the uh, the building character is like Hassel just mentioned. So, yeah, I definitely understand that. That's a stance. The Barry says just grinding his work day. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Just grinding it out. About to get my days really started. I mean, my day's already been started. I'm talking to y'all. It's been great so far. Now we're about to wrap this show up. We got good uh, engagement with everybody in the chat here. So Wahoo Sam says, Miss Parker was probably glad to be wrong when she saw you reached your dream. I hope so. I hope so. She was an older lady already. So I don't know if she was around. I moved, you know, we moved back to Nebraska. So I never got a chance to like see her again. And she was, like I said, she was uh, in her 60s teaching me as a fourth grader. So who knows? I hope maybe she did. Um, I hope everything's fine with her now. And then Hassel said, oh, uh, Hawk versus Spawn says the sisters as a double team. Look out, world. Yes, exactly. And then JFK said in between Miami's reign of college football. <laughs> of course, a Hurricane fan will mention that. Of course, but he is. He's right. They were good. They were good. We they didn't even get play. I didn't get to play them. That wouldn't have been pretty, though. I just tell you that, JFK. Sif Lordy says, oh, sweet, North Hollywood. I played cornerback for North Hole Huskies, so North Hollywood Huskies. Gotcha. I said, and JFK said, did you ever play any Florida schools? We played against the Gators, and we put it on them. It, was, it wasn't pretty. We beat the Gators in the, for the national title. In the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, we beat them 62 to 24. And so it was it was a bad game from this jump on JFK <laughs> in that game. Oh, you're chanting Ohio. Oh, I get it. I get it. You just when you put them in the two messages, I kind of like threw me off. I got it. What you're saying, uh, hot sauce. Oh, uh, man. So that's it for our show. And I want to say thank you. For everyone coming in, I got the message, Hot Sauce. I finally put it together when you said the last couple of messages. Thank you. So, again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. The show, you could go on there. It's Amon Greens. It's AGG Gamers Lounge, or it's AG Gamers Lounge on Instagram. You can follow me, Amon Green, 30 on one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And next week, I know John will be back. And you have John cast podcast he has that going actually i did the next, last episode with him so tune into his podcast you can hear me and him talk about my career and my life but also you can download this podcast wherever you found wherever you download your podcast that's iHeartRadio, that's spotify that's apple podcast and um rate us review us we like that that helps us get better that helps us come up with new uh, ideas when you give us the feedback so do all that and like i said on instagram it's ag underscore gamers lounge Follow us on TikTok too, and that's AG um, Gamers Lounge as well. Is it AGG AG Gamers Lounge on TikTok as well? Putting out some, I say, a couple little uh, videos there. I'm getting new to it. I'm just getting new to TikTok, so it's kind of like, okay, let me figure this thing out. So I'm just doing some stuff there. So follow us, like us, review us there, give me some feedback, let me know anything else, give me more ideas um, about what we could do here from a social media side to let people know about um, Amon Green's Gamers Lounge here. So like I said, we're live on Twitch every week. I remind you of that. And then the podcast gets loaded up to the podcast 
ecosystem. So it's out there everywhere. And then I have another podcast as well for myself. I've been doing it all season. It's myself and my teammate, Mike Wall. It's called On My Block. And that's again, that's wherever you download your podcast. And that's a Green Bay Packers podcast. So that is a football one that you could download and listen. And that one is traditionally just like a podcast. So it's all audio. You listen to it when you download it. And when you go to that app to listen to it, it's on there. So we have week 14 up there where we just talked about this Bears game and the Bears coming out with a big punch, but then couldn't quite finish the Packers off and the Packers end up winning and now solidifying their number one seed position in the playoffs because Arizona Cardinals lost to the Rams on Monday Night Football. So we talked about that as well. We will talk about the Rams loss or the Rams win, I'm sorry, um, from the Cardinals loss this past Monday. But from last week, we talk, already talked about the Bears. So that is another thing I do. So again, like I said, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, that's where everything, those are the places you can find the Gamers Lounge and watch the chat and listen to it and hear your name on the chat in the video and all that fun stuff. So I hope everyone have a good rest of your hump day Wednesday. And I will see you guys in the chat next week. Thank you and goodbye.